What's up? What's up? What's up, Soul Warriors? Welcome to this edition of Healing Messages for the Week. This is something that I'm doing in between what I'm figuring out for season six of the Recovery Soul Food Podcast. I want to make it epic. I want to make it special. And so in the meantime, I want to keep connecting with all of you and keep myself really in practice of being able to channel a message. Um, I think it is something if you don't use it, you might lose it. And um, there's a lot going on in the world right now. And I just hope I can do my part to to share from my experience and hope that it connects with you and resonates with you. And I'm just really grateful to be able to do this. Uh, for those that don't know me, if you're new here, I am Reverend Lona L.C. Curry, and uh, this is Healing Messages for the Week. So originally, I really thought that I was going to talk about, um, I thought I was going to talk about just basically kind of something we talk about a lot here, which is really grasping, growing through the circumstances that are happening in your life and in your recovery and everything. But, but you know, I, I got slapped in the face with something else this evening, and I'm super grateful that I did. And really, what I want to talk about tonight is the power of truth, the power of truth, especially your truth. I want to talk to, uh, discuss a little bit tonight, and I hope that you'll participate in the chat. Um, it's great to have your energy mixed with mine, and we have real discussions because that's how we really work things out is whenever we have these discussions. And right now, it's February 2024, and this is a crazy month of truths. You are seeing big truths happening on a global scale in, in, you know, in, in every aspect um, where you're probably experiencing some truths in your own life. Maybe some things come into light, maybe a new perspective about things, maybe something's opening up. It's not that it means it has to be negative, but the power of your truth is what is going to drive your life and anything you do in it. So if you're in recovery, the power of your truth is going to drive that recovery process. And if your truth is, you know, which is, we're going to talk about the difference tonight between a soul truth and an ego truth and how, and how those things are different and how you can really grasp and come to terms with those things and, and really start to, follow and live from your truth. You've already been doing it, but it's not your soul truth. You know, if you've had, if you're in substance use recovery, you have lived by a truth that's a very egoic truth, which is I'm an addict. And so when we live from that truth, it's always on the table. What we talk about here in the recovery soul food community is getting to the roots of, of those addictions and healing them from the, from the inside out. And so I hope this can be a powerful part of your program. Before we get into it, though, you know, I got to always give you a good resource. I want to talk to you about my good friend Pamela Topchian's first book, because now she's got a new one. Um, it's available on Amazon. It's called I Didn't Come This Far to Only Come This Far. You can go to Amazon.com, type in Pamela Topchian. I would suggest that you do that because you can see she's got a lot of great journals and original art stuff. But her also, she has her new book, which is coming to me in the mail. So I can't wait to help you get a hold of this one. She's made this affordable for everybody. It's a great story. It's got information. It's got inspiration. It's got motivation. It's a great book. And I am grateful, grateful, grateful. She's my soul sister. And our soul brother. Our infamous recovery mentor, Mr. Recover Yourself, Martin John Garcia, has also now published his version of the Tao Te Ching. And the Tao Te Ching is truly, truly an ancient text that has now have is now entwined with the energy and the wisdom of Martin John Garcia. And it really is a must have for anybody interested in personal growth and spiritual development. Um, it's a great thing. If you have, if you know anything about wisdom, the wisdom app, um, he does talks on the Tao Te Ching. He does the Tao of the day on wisdom. And I urge you to really go and, and, and check that out because it's really, really a neat, it's really, really neat. So 
grateful to be here. I'm grateful for those two humans. You can pick, oh, let me put this up. You can pick up the Tao Te Ching by Martin John Garcia on his website, martinjohn.com. And I ordered my copy tonight. So I'm I'm just super excited to get it because I love the wisdom that he gives through it. And the Tao is a great resource. You know, Tao means God or, the, well, the God that can be named is not, it's, it's, it, it just is creator energy. I mean, that's what the Tao is. It's, it's everything. It's you, it's me, it's everything. And it's a beautiful resource. If you are on a spiritually developing healing path, it's beautiful. It's amazing. All right. So let's get into the power of truth. Let's say some hellos. Hey there, Alexis Hoffman. What's up, Pamela? Love to see you. Anyone else that's here um, or watch us on the replay, thank you so much. You guys share it out if you feel led to do so. I don't do a whole lot of promotion with this because I'm just in here trying to, you know, just, I don't know, be a vessel, I guess, and and connect with you guys. So I don't do a lot of sharing this out. So if you feel led and something resonates, Share it out. I'd appreciate it. And if I don't call you out right now, it's only because StreamYard chose me only so many. And we're live on, I think, two, four, six, eight platforms at once. So I try to get to the chats and sometimes some some weeks are better than others. You know, I, I'm, I'm able to accomplish that and and others I don't. But don't think that I don't see it and appreciate all of you and your energy. The power of truth. There's so much truth being exposed right now. And I've been in witness of watching all this happen. And, and there's an ability, there is a real visceral fear that comes with some of this and a great deal of uncom uncomfortableness, I don't, it, discomfort. There's a great deal because sometimes when we're sitting in the presence of, of truth, especially if it's external truth and it comes and it connects with our soul and it feels like it is truth, no matter whether it's uncomfortable or surprising or, or a little bit feel for, fearful, it, if it feels like truth, then you know it. And there's a very visceral thing that happens. But soul truth is something that takes you to the very depths of your fear and requires action towards healing. An ego truth is more operated from fear, and it usually points outward. That's where a lot of uh, blame comes in. Or, or right now, even in political spheres, we're seeing a lot of people fighting for their egoic truth. Because at the core of it, I think we're all really kind of fighting for the very same thing is, is you know, what do we as a people need? And that's, that's really a, a, a funneling, not, not what values or principles, you know, not those things. What do we stand on? Because a value and a truth are two different things. And our truth can change over time. But at the core of us, there is one truth that never changes. And that's our sovereignty. That's our sovereign truth. And I would urge you to, to really take a dive into the word sovereign and sovereignty. You know, it, it was, it's been very eye-opening for me. It has really allowed me to get to know myself and see myself from a different perspective. A lot of times we ask to see ourselves through God's eyes. And really, when you get to your, to your sovereign truth, when you discover your sovereignty, your sovereign truth, that is how you see not only yourself, but you can see the world that way. Not that it's going to be easy all the time to do that, you know, because we, we are human. And so things do get on our nerves and things scare us and they make us afraid and we react and all of those things. But at the core of us, if we always come back to our sovereignty, that truth never changes. And it is true for you, whether you see yourself in that light or not. And so truth requires action. And if you'll notice, if you'll ever notice what's when you've been called for, like the, I think back to my active addiction, and I and I I just remember sacrificing a part of. I didn't understand what it was that I knew I, was true about me, but I knew that the things and the actions I was taking in order to fuel this addiction were not what was true at my core. 
and versus being in a place where I was ready to take action towards making that hurt stop, I ended up taking action towards escaping it more. And so it's almost like, you know, we're just given like this shovel and we're just digging this hole deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. And these cycles begin to create and we start to create this truth for ourselves that's very, very dark. And, and before long, if you think back over your own journey, before long, that truth solidified itself within you because you had to honestly believe you had it had to become true for us to become criminals and to be addicts and criminals and junkies. You know, you remember we, we, we made light of these things while actively in it because we listened to music that that reaffirmed it we took actions that reaffirmed it we spoke and we reaffirmed it because in order for it to be bearable it had to become true and if there is something that is becoming un- unbearable within you then it is likely a part of your truth asking you to take action in its direction or It could be a truth revealing itself to you and at the same time asking you to take action. And the longer we recognize that and we don't take action, the more unbearable it becomes. You know, to to take usually healthy measures in our lives, we have to get to a place where we are so unhealthy that we can't stay this way another minute. But if we look back over it, there were there were circumstances and there were times that we understood that this was not, we knew we needed to change. We knew we, you know, we knew our soul was calling us to something, whether we recognized or knew the language or not, we knew we were being called to something or, you know, in, in relationship in friendships and in, in family settings and, you know, in jobs like Pamela's new book about her time as a nurse in jobs, we feel ourselves and then and then the fear will come up for taking that step. What is it going to look like? I don't know what that is. You know, that's not really true for me. You know, clean and sober, that's not really true for me. I can't actually get to it. So I'll sink back down into my despair and I'll just keep digging the hole until one day your soul pushes you towards action. You know, I just, just remember, and you know, I'm going to let you know, trigger warning, but I ask you don't shy away from your triggers, please. We're tiptoeing around our triggers so much that we're not healing stuff and, and that doesn't help us get through this, but either way. So I, I had taken that last shot. I had main, just, just had a mainline shot and standing there after being sick and And all of a sudden, you know, waiting on the feeling and the feeling came. It was like in that moment, I I just had this entire different shift, even though it had been coming for a while. My soul had been calling me to action way earlier than this. I didn't have to end up going to jail. I didn't have to end up being sick from being in jail and then having to, you know, have this remedy. I had already been been being called towards my truth, I just couldn't see it. It was too fearful. I didn't know how to be in my emotions without escaping. I didn't know how to be in my body and in my pain and in my past and in my present and my future. I didn't know how to be in any of that without escaping and instantly gratifying that. And it still makes it hard today to go through circumstances and know, because you know when you're in it. You know when you're in a major healing and a growth cycle. You know you're in it, and there's no quick fix for it. You know, and that's a hard thing to learn when you're in a recovery process because we are so, our, our number one coping mechanism is that instant fix, you know, like, uh-uh, I can't feel this. Hit the button, hit the button, hit the button. So it's really, really difficult for for us in recovery. It's really difficult to have to be able to ease into what is true for now. And what is true is I got to go through this and there will be no quick fix for it. 
but I've managed to develop some tools and I hope you know, if you're in this community, I really hope that you have some support networks and some people that got tools you don't got yet to be in your circle so that you can be able to, this is where we utilize those tools and it's still not going to make the pain go away. This is a valuable thing that I've learned, a valuable truth that I've learned in recovery is I can't just make stuff you know, go away that I have to be able to surrender into that this may take a while and I can feel, I can feel without escaping. And, and the more tools we use, it doesn't take mean that we're not going to go through stuff. We're not going to, it's not going to be hard, but there are some ways and actions that we can take that can make it a bit easier. And that, you know, easy is not even the right word to use, but can just make it a bit more bearable. But there are things we're going through right now. Everything is shifting and changing. We as a human, our bodies are changing and shifting. Our atmosphere is changing and shifting. Our planets, our oceans, our weather, our 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 mindsets, our hearts, our souls, our politics, our country. I mean, so much. Everything is shifting and changing right now. And so the things that are coming within you that feel very, very true to you, that you know you're being called to take action towards, step into that action. Step into that with a level of trust that you are growing into the next phase of your process. If you've set out, and my goal in the very beginning of my recovery was to, to find out what the best version of myself was. I had already experienced the worst. And now, since I was here, I was, it looks like I was going to live. I wasn't going to get to check out. Now I want to see what what is the best possible version of me. And when you put a question and an attention out in the world like that, out, out into the, you know, the, the, the universe out like that, when you put a prayer like that out, you are open to now receive what it is. And the way that you get to the best possible version of yourself is growth. And growth in this capacity means you're going to go through stuff. My first year in recovery my wife, who's my ride or die, my best friend, been with me through everything, everything. First year of recovery, she goes into a full-blown heroin relapse. And all of a sudden, I'm stuck doing things by myself for the first time. I'm stepping up and being more present for our son. I'm supporting a household. I'd, I had not paid bills like that before. You guys understand my addiction started early and I was not going to be here. So I just lived it out and lived it out. So there I was paying bills for the first time, trying to support and feed a family. And I'm looking at my best friend, my ride or die, out there in the world without me, knowing that she's not protected and that it's right in front of me. The possibility to relapse is right in front of me. And I, I cursed, I cursed God. I was like, what are you doing? Like, this doesn't even make sense because we think we stop using and we step up and we start doing good when we start getting knocked around a little bit in those early days, we don't have the perspective that this is growing me as well. You know, I, I just thought God had jokes when this was happening to me. Really, really. But I got a crash course in the very things that I stand on as my truth today. And I'm grateful. I can look back and say that I'm grateful. You know, my wife ended up coming out of that. She's, you know, celebrating, I think, seven, seven years. She's in year seven of her recovery now. You know, it, it, it ended up turning out okay. 
there's a very real possibility that it wouldn't. That it wouldn't. And it didn't end up stopping. I mean, year two came with its big hits. I mean, because she had this relapse for two years. Then from there, she dove down into this deep, dark depression where she wasn't present with us barely at all. And, you know, this went on for the, like the next five to six, I think almost seven years. And so the, this recovery journey, this healing journey, this journey towards truth, you know, is, is not an easy one. And in the time of all of everything shifting and changing, you're not only reacting to what's already true for you, but now you're trying to find a truth that's outside of you as well. And let's understand something. This is going to shift a little gear, I think, but I just got to say what's on my heart. Let's understand something that when we begin to search for ego truth, like right now it's so easy to do, which political party is right, which one is wrong. I mean, which one can we demonize or saint and all of that. It's, it's, it's very valuable to be aware that those things are dopamine hits and that we can escape and begin to use egoic truth just like a drug, just like a drug, because the nervous system reacts when we get all, especially all fired up and we, and something really feels true for us. And there's a whole other group of people that are, you know, co-signing that truth with you. And all of a sudden you're a part of something. You know, it says when three needs of the five basic human needs are being met, it becomes an addiction. And these things can be so, and not to mention our social media and, and reels and all of the stuff that gets so, you know, is so quick and fast moving. We can be escaping through getting those dopamine hits, through being entertained, through taking a side, through standing for something, for joining the fight. And it's not that we're not supposed to have those values, but we have to go back to the sovereignty of ourselves. Because if I'm, if I'm sovereign, if my truth is I am a sovereign, you know, form of, of creation than each and every other human is too. And if we escape through dopamine hits, you know, like the same way we used to escape through substance, then we have to look at that because that means usually egoic truth will try to override and overshadow soul truth. So when you know deep down in your soul that you're being called to action towards a, a, a truth, something that is really true for you, or you're being shown where you're compromising that, a lot of times the ego will try to rise up and create its truth because it's easier to stand on that than it is to take the fearful action of sometimes changing your entire life. Sometimes you could be facing a, a, an action that you're true you is calling you towards and it's going to change your entire life everything that you know all of your security like when entrepreneurs leave a, a job to go start their own thing and they know they're being called to do that then you know it, it's everything that your security everything you've stood on everything you've built now is is coming into question and that fear can rise that ego truth up so much that you can almost begin to fool yourself into staying within this suffering for a long time so i mean your truth is powerful and and it's it's valuable for you to really really pay attention in your life at what does not feel true for you? Is it people pleasing? Does people pleasing not feel true for you anymore? Because I'm doing that. Like I'm, I'm working through that myself right now. It, it goes back to that wound of worthiness. It goes back to that being enough. You know, what is the people pleasing doing? What is it accomplishing? 
we've been taught in in our culture that sacrificing yourself for the good and the needs of others to the point of your detriment is you know heavenly but in reality what we're giving in those moments coming from a vessel that is absolutely empty is is sometimes almost meaningless and when we're doing that when it's people pleasing versus just giving from your heart or from you know your your soul's call or whatever it is when it's people pleasing it is draining you and so for me it doesn't feel true for me anymore it never really has but now it's to the point where it's you know it, it's it's revealing itself to me so much that I cannot not take the action my soul is asking me to take. And it, and with that comes some work. A lot of work around boundaries, a lot of work about values, a lot of work about, you know, my core belief of myself being enough, being worthy, being powerful enough to decide that and, and to step into that you know there's there's so there's work that has to be done and and soul work comes with with circumstances it always does it has to that's how we're built to learn we all think we're here on the planet whenever someone says you know well what's your purpose what's your you know like what what are you here to do and we have the, you know, we, we think that it's all external from us. Well, I'm here to accomplish this and I'm here to make a difference in this area and I'm here to do this. And a lot of what we're really, really here to do is to get into alignment with ourselves, our sovereignty, to heal a lot of past things and, and to heal a lot for the generations that we stand on. I feel like it's, it's, it's an evolving type of, of, lineage where now my children you know or my son will now not pass on one of our familiar ancestral traits and then his kids will not pass on something else and so i continue to heal and it becomes important for me to do that because i know that this is what i'm here to do this is what i get to do with it but what I'm here to do is really heal it, really, really heal it, you know? Uh, love you guys. I hope any of that has made any sense at all. But I know that there are just, I, I just, it's, it's just a weird time. It's a weird time and it's easy to get caught up and it's easy to stay in a visceral state of fear. And you, you'll, you'll start to notice your health start to decline. Your immune system goes down when we're at high levels of cortisol, which is the stress hormone. You know, this is when we can't lose weight, when we, our, our skin breaks out. I mean, so many things happen when we are embraced in all of the external madness. And it's not that you don't have to be informed about what's happening but i mean how much you, you got to decide how much you want to be informed and you also got to decide what source you're being informed by you know it's hard to find something neutral these days especially in this time excuse me it's hard to find something neutral so you have to also be aware and, and be and know you know what you're looking at but but i, I just call you I really am just urging you to really start with the definition of sovereignty and then start really looking into that as, as it relates to you, you know, as, as, you know, a breath of God in human form. You know what I mean? I get so excited about that because I haven't always felt that way or been able to see that or related to that. But, you know, I can look at everything. Now and it's—I know it sounds cheesy. You don't have to know. Don't have to worry. I know. I know. But it—I can see it. 
now and I'm grateful to be able to see it. It's like before I came out, I love to look at the stars and I was thinking to myself, you know, without the darkness of the night, I'm not able to see these stars. And the stars are so important to me that I wouldn't want to miss seeing them to never have darkness again in my life. I mean, you know, so it's, it's little strange, little cheesy things like that, that do it for me, but I'm grateful that I'm able to do that. And I hope that what, what I even am able to give here is that maybe some of that might be relatable to you because it took me hearing it and reading it from some other humans, you know, creation or, or mouth or, or message to begin to start to even open up to be able to live in the state that I live in now. And it's ongoing. I am not the best version of myself. Far from it. So I know I still have more to go. And if if there's a way that you can make, take what I'm about to say and make it personal for you, because it's not a cliche to bypass your feelings and how you hurt and and how you heal and all of that but if you can find a way to add faith and hope in there and just by knowing that okay i've asked for to i've i've asked to know what the best version of myself is so i have to know that as hard as this is as bad as it sucks as scary as this may be, that it has to be leading me there. It has to. And then I I try to surrender to go through it. And it's ugly sometimes. There's been a lot of stuff come up from my past, you know, like old stuff I thought really I had healed all of, you know, still a couple chunks left over that are coming up where I've dealt with some anger issues and some mental health. I've I've dealt with some mental health crisis in the past six months because I let myself get caught up. I found an emotion that felt comfortable to me, which was fear, and I couldn't let go. And I hung on to it because it created a a very chemical reaction in my body that we don't think we crave, but have become habitual. And we will crave it. And we will latch on to whatever, you know. And there was a time when I had worked gratitude into being my most prominent uh, state of being. And this past year, I, I didn't stick with my, my processes. I didn't stick with the way that I was doing things. I allowed myself and I watched myself give myself over to the fear, fear of not surviving, fear of things that had not happened. And when I stopped myself and got tired of suffering, and said, listen, of all these things that you're afraid of, in the last 10 years, has any one of these things happened? And I had to start getting real with myself. But it's very easy to give yourself over to those things that become comfortable. And not warm, fuzzy comfortable, but comfortable, especially in your nervous system. I also would urge you, if you have not studied how at all about how the the vagus nerve works, um, cortisol, how all of that works and contributes to your state of mind, your state of being, um, uh, your your money, your your emotions, how all of that really, really affects you. I urge you to do that. The body keeps the score. Uh, I think it's I cannot remember the name to save my life right now, but but it's a famous book. Most of you probably heard about it, but The Body Keeps a Score is an amazing place to start really learning about yourself and how the brain, because, I, man, this is a recovery program. I'm going to take from every place that's going to help me get this thing, because I'm down for healing, y'all. I ain't trying to run from relapse all my life. 
I'm not trying to let that always be an option that's on the table. So I'm trying to heal the stuff and the beliefs about myself that would make me do that again. Because you got to believe that about yourself to pick up like that again. And I don't, I, I just don't believe at the core of me, that's me. That's not who I am. And so I'm not trying to just keep always running, looking over my shoulder, waiting on something to overwhelm me. I'm trying to get in here and get this thing. I'm serious about wanting to experience the best version of myself. And I know this is the way to do it. I know this is the way to do it. So I must be done because it's like my head just clicked off right then. I guess that's the period to it. What's up, Alexis? Oh, let me read some from some of the Alexis. I love having conversations with you guys. It's so neat. Oh, yep, and Pamela. And the day came when the risk to remain tight in a bud was more painful than the risk it took to blossom. Anais Nin. Ooh, that is so true. That Because that's exactly what we're talking about tonight. Exactly what we're talking about tonight. Whether you get it at the first nudge, or you go all the way down and get it. If your soul's calling you to it and you're on a path towards that, you're going to, you'll end up taking the action. Let's take the action. I love Pamela said adulting. Yeah, I was adulting for the first time with a child, with a new, just got into this housing program where I was required to pay this rent. And I was so grateful to be in it. I was so grateful to be in it, you know, because we had not, had a home for so long that I wanted to follow all the rules, pay all the bills, you know, paying these bills, teenage son. Oh man. And, and I, I, I must, you know, I'm by blood, I'm a step parent. So I didn't have those whole lot of years of real, like how to do all this, but you know, we figured it out and I'm grateful for it because I everything I seem to get is like a boot camp. Whatever circumstance comes in my life or whatever thing I'm being, whatever truth I'm being called to step into for myself, it comes like a boot camp. Uh, you know, like it just comes in hard and just da 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 And, you know, and I guess I'm grateful for that because sometimes I think maybe it goes faster. You know, I strung the addiction. I, I lived in agony every day every minute of my life because i couldn't understand my childhood i couldn't understand why i felt so different inside i couldn't understand how i was going to compromise my truth to fit in to society and to and i did not know how to rationalize or even accept all the places I believed I had been failed in my childhood. And that constant question of why me, you know, like why me, why me? And now I kind of get to see why me, but it was, uh, it was hard for me. You know, it was a boot camp of you serious about recovery. Okay. We're going to see. And it was tough. It was really, really tough, And I'm, but I'm grateful for it. So I hope anybody who's out there struggling, if you're new in recovery or wherever you are in recovery, if you're struggling today, you know, if you got a white knuckle, white knuckle, reach out, do all your things. Sometimes when you, even when you get all, use all your tools, you get all the support, you still got a white knuckle and hold on through it. And I ask you to hold on through it. Hold on through it. It's bringing you to a new place, a new, a sincere truth about who you really are on the inside. Yes, congratulations, Martin John. I'm so excited uh, for Martin John, and, and I've been so excited for him to share this work of the Tao Te Ching because he has such a beautiful grasp on it and a, an amazing connection with it. You can feel it in his words and in his work. And it's, it's just, to me, it's such a special resource. It really is, you know, just wake up and pick a number between one. And I think it's 84 
And, you know, it's like reading the Psalms or Proverbs a day, you know, so it's, it's really, really neat. And I'm so proud of him and I'm proud of Pamela for putting, writing and putting out her second book and him publishing this. Yeah. Y'all go to martinjohn.com and pick that up. It's amazing. Let's see. All kinds of, oh yeah. Yeah, Alexis, and it's 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 intense right now. It really is, and there is a lot of external factors that are are not helping the process be any easier. You know, I mean, because some of these things we you know we have to take a look at, and so. But I, I, I'm I'm grateful for you because here you are. It's a Saturday night, eight forty-two. You're a young person. You're a young recovery warrior. And here you are, you know, spending your energy and your time like this. That, that that says something about you and your truth. Yeah. Critical. Critical, critical, critical action is critical. And aligned action is even more critical. You know, take, you know when it lines up. You know what I mean? Like, you know when your action or your idea or whatever aligns with your truth. You know it. It's like it just it just a needle clicks in the groove and you you know it. And it's one of those it, it'll often be those situations where you just don't get to say no. You ha- you know you have to do it no matter what it is. Yeah. Ah, oh, good. I'm glad that Yes, yes, procrastination. I, I've been taught that procrastination has a lot to do with that whole wound of worthiness and self-belief as well. So look into that. I'll, I'll try to find some resources and post some stuff about that. Um, yeah, procrastination has a lot to do with, you know, fear of success even, you know. And so I'm, a, I, I'm with you. I'm with you on that one, my friend. I am with you. Yeah, internal versus external. Yep. Oh, I'm so that's so awesome. That's so awesome that you take take notes because I have I was we were just moving. And I was moving all these totes. I, I I was looking in these totes and thinking, oh my gosh, look at all these journals. Like I just got notebook after notebook after notebook of stuff, and it's just. That's I was so hungry and I still am so hungry to create this, you know, create this life that I did the same thing. Note, note, note. So that's awesome. I'm grateful to even give something that's noteworthy. Let's see. I have high cortisol and I'm constantly overstressed, overstimulated and overwhelmed. And you're working on that. Um, If you have not. If you've not got that book comes with, well, it doesn't come with, you can buy a workbook to it. And if you're ever in the position, I don't know if you know who Amy Guerrero is. Um, She has a program called Thrive in Recovery with Amy. And she works a lot with the nervous system and healing. She's a trauma-informed healing coach and life coach and business coach and all that stuff but she works a lot like that's the only reason i have knowledge of it it was so eye-opening when she started talking about that and i realized oh i'm not just fighting this thing myself like i'm having help from my body so there's things i can do in my body along with the work on my mind and my heart that can bring all of this into true alignment to, to really true alignment. So look into that because that cortisol is, is it's hell on the body and I, I'm going through it myself right now. It's hell on the gut. And yeah, so many things now, as much as there are bad things being revealed, there's a lot of really, really positive and growth worthy things being revealed as well about just how much the emotional and mind body affects the physical body and just how we can, We can change our systems just through, that's why music affects us so much because it's a frequency and our body and our cells respond. You know, I think back if, you know, if you think about the Christian where it says, um, you know, God created the earth out of nothing or, you know, all of this stuff, they spoke to these, you know, he spoke things into creation. Well, basically what's, what's, 
done in the macro is also done in the micro. And that's basically we have the power to speak to our cells, our vessel. Like this is, we've been given this gift, whether you believe it's a gift or not. We've been given this gift. This is our vehicle and we are able to speak, you know, truth to ourselves. And, you know, we can be, we can take a care, better care of our health by, frequency and speaking positively about ourselves and to ourselves and and being more conscious about our surroundings you know what are we surrounding ourselves with you know because for you can't be enlightened in a group of of people who are not interested in enlightenment and then expect to either continue to grow in enlightenment or not become completely miserable there so there's so much we can do and and as you're you're so young and have you're just in the process of so much blossoming and 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 growing that you know i don't want to see you your health go bad from all that cortisol um our son this one of the things that took me into recovery was our son we were having to we did a big move and we were having to live with my mom and her husband and it was just not a good just not a good situation but i we noticed that he started gaining weight very very quickly and we took him to the doctor and the doctor had said that he was developing something called cushion's disease which is an overproduction of cortisol to the pituitary gland in a in a teenage preteen i think he was between 13 and 14, about 14, but it comes on then and it causes massive weight gain, bad skin. And the doctor just said it, it's from stress. And I thought, holy shit. Like, that's something that I can help with. Like, I can't watch him have this, 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 develop this disease in front of me because he's so stressed out. You know, I have to make a change. I can't, I can't love him and continue to do that to him. And that's what it was for me. That's what it, it that's what changed it for me. And so cortisol is a booger. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. And it's really my honor to, to, to be able to share all of this. Yes, yes, yes. He's he's doing great. I mean, it 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 was it was really really eye opening. You know how sometimes on the back end of things you can see how things work out sometimes in your life where what seems like the worst thing ever turns out to really be a door that's being kicked open for the becoming of your life, and that was one of those things. I, I'm so grateful that he meant so much to me for me to, you know, to, to be able to make a decision like that, because it was never a belief about myself. I didn't think I could be in recovery. I never thought I could be clean and sober. I, just, I had all the things I've done too much to my body. I've done too much to this. I've, I've made too many mistakes. It's not worth it. I can't do it. I've tried all the things, but something went to the core of me and, you know, and hit my truth dead on in the heart. And, and from there, I get to say I've been in recovery for 10 years and I'm ongoing. I feel like I'm in a healthier place in my life today than I ever could have imagined I could be. And that I'm continuing to get that way as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I'm so glad. This has been super fun. I love you guys so, so much. Remember, pick up the books. Pamela Topchian at Amazon.com. Martin John Garcia. Well, MartinJohn.com. Pick up his version of the Tao Te Ching. I promise you'll be happy you did. It's amazing. Um, you know, you can follow us everywhere on TikTok and Instagram and all of that stuff right there. And if you want to 
if you are able and feel like you want to help us keep going and growing, you can become a monthly supporter at anchor.fm forward slash recovery soul food. You can hit that support tab and you can choose from a package that just goes right back into the podcast and helps with production. You guys, I hate to even say anything about it yet, but I'm so excited. You guys know I've been on this laptop and I'm so grateful for it, but I miss having my desktop. I miss my Mac and it was so old. Finally bit the dust. Um, Nidell bit the dust last year and I just decided until I can afford to buy another Mac, I wasn't even going to get another computer. I was just going to wait. And someone is gifting me, not not buying it for me. Customer says, hey, we're moving out. Do you want this iMac we've got? If not, we're just going to let it go with the house. What? So awesome. So I just can't wait. I can't wait to get it. I can't wait to set the show up. I can't wait for season six, Recovery Soul Food. You know, you can listen to all these episodes in audio only on Apple Podcasts on Spotify, on Amazon Music, on all the places, and you can see the replay of the video at youtube.com forward slash at recovery soul food. I want to try to get our subscriber count up this year. Um, let's let's break 500 this year on YouTube. Let's do it. Let's do it. I appreciate all of you for all that you do for me. Thanks for letting me come here and share with you. Hope something resonates with you and I hope that you know that wherever you are in your journey you can get up from your give up and I promise you can create a life you love all right until next time y'all have a great one. Oh, tomorrow night I believe I think I hope Recovery Revolution Live is at 6 30 p.m. Central Standard Time so I hope it's true. I hope I'm not telling a lie and I hope we get to do it. So y'all come check that out. Recovery Revolution Live tomorrow night and here on Lone Occur at Facebook.com. All right. Y'all have a great week. I love you. I'll see you next time. Bye.